Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blondest Podcast. I'm your host, Savannah Boda. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Jacoby. And today we're going to talk about a serious topic. Because I feel like it needs to be talked about. And for me, I'm that person... I block out a lot of bad memories in my life. I think it's human nature when something bad happens to us, like we kind of just try to forget it. Yep. I mean, that's how I am. I know a lot of people hold on to stuff, but for me, like I just literally think I gaslight myself into like it never happening or I just like bury it so deep inside that like it never resurfaces. And Mm -hmm. then like I sometimes get like flashbacks or like something will trigger it. And then I remember like all the feelings that I felt. It's like almost like you imagine your like brain as like a filing cabinet and you open a file, you know, and then yeah. it just you find all this paperwork of like all of these memories and like No, like things. I seriously like block it out completely. Like yeah. it's like I like I don't know if it's my like I think your brain does it on its own. Like it's not even that you like necessarily try to. It's just like you literally forget that time period. Mm-hmm. Like it's like all the details are fuzzy. Yeah, that's like with wilderness it feels like a fever dream. Mhm. And it was like such a long part of my life. I mean, it was, I mean, three and a half months doesn't seem long, but like when you're there, it felt like three years. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of the things that happened, a lot of the conversations, like just, I feel like a lot of stuff, like I just, it take like I really had to focus on it. Mm-hmm. And then I start to like get memories back, you know, but like I couldn't just sit here and like just like there's little things, of course, that I know, but like some of like the bigger things that happened to me there, like I feel like. It's weird how you're like, I remember like more of the like happy parts there yeah. than I do the bad parts. But um, today we're going to talk about your acne and mental health and how it really does affect you. Because funny enough, I'm actually breaking out right now and I don't break out. I haven't broken out. I mean, I did a little with Cy- with my son when I was pregnant with Cyrus. Um, but I, you kind of forget. And I love when I break out, honestly, like it's frustrating for sure. But for me as an esthetician and as an acne specialist, it just reminds me of like how my clients feel Mm -hmm. and I'm able to put myself in their shoes and obviously like having one or two breakouts. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh my God, my life's over, you know, but I'm very like, and I hate when people compare pain and I hate when my clients do that to themselves too. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I'm sure you have clients that are worse. Like I shouldn't feel bad. I'm like, babe, like this is your worst. Like this is the worst you have ever had your skin personally. Yeah. So to you, this is rock bottom. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, it doesn't matter if my next client has worse acne than you. Like, that doesn't mean that you should invalidate your feelings. Like, yep. this Absolutely. is your worst. This is the worst thing you felt. Like, I hate when people do that. And like, yes, I think there's toxic positivity in the world for sure. And like, I see both sides. Like, that's the thing about me is I literally, and on this podcast, I'm sure y'all have heard, I'll argue both sides of myself because I see things from all perspectives. Like, you know, like when people are like, complain about something, they're like, oh, there's starving children in Africa. I'm like, okay, yes, that kind of makes you feel like an asshole for a moment for like struggling with whatever first world problem you have. But also like if that's your problem and it bothers, bothers you, like deal yeah. it with it and accept it. And like, no one should make you feel bad about that, you yeah. know? I've always had that mentality. I don't think, I think it's like, obviously there's but perspective. Always... I like perspective though. Cause that's the side I argue. I do like perspective too, to be like, okay, like it could be worse. You yeah, know? absolutely. But I don't think like you're wrong yeah. for feeling upset about whatever problem you have in your life because everyone, like there's no matter what, there's always a worse problem. Like, like 
there's probably there's worse problems than the starving children in Africa. Like, you know, yeah. like people are getting like there's like genocide and like people getting killed and like Yes. Like there's horrible stuff all the time. So like it's not like Yeah. You're just not allowed to be sad because something else is happening. Yeah. That literally the other day a girl it was actually yesterday posted this influencer that I follow and she was talking about her dog like got diagnosed with cancer and she was like, I'm so sorry for like complaining and like and like talking about this when like there's earthquakes in Turkey and I'm like why does she feel like she like that's sad that she asked it because you know that she's gonna have some trolls be like no one cares about your dog's fucking cancer like there's earthquakes in turkey like people are dying like and it's like yes that's so sad but like her dog has cancer too like that's really sad like that's really sad you know so i i see that all the time and it's hard with a platform too because you never want to offend somebody and like i feel like every time i've talked about anything they're like oh well boohoo savannah like that fucking sucks for you like your life's great and i'm like yeah my life's great but like i struggle too like yeah and doesn't that's, matter that's the thing and i always i i always tell savannah because like i i try to do like both sides of it like i'm like yeah like no, me. your problems are okay but like let's try and reframe the thinking to look at the positive aspects mm-hmm. of what's happening yeah because there's always both sides like yeah it, like when i have a problem with an employee and i'm like oh my god like this is the fucking worst like it gives me such bad anxiety like i fucking hate being a boss yeah. but then i'm like i'm so grateful on on the flip side i'm so grateful and thankful and blessed that like i'm the boss you yep, know exactly. and that i have the power to be a boss mm-hmm. and like i don't have to be someone's employee yeah, you know exactly. so. but it's also it's hard yep there's there's always the grass is always greener there's always a another issue mm-hmm. but we're just today really going to talk about my acne journey, Tyler's acne journey, and like just the emotional part and aspect of it that people don't realize. And like I said, right now I'm breaking out a bit and, you know, it's something I never think about my skin, to be honest. It's funny. Like I do skincare all day long, but like, it's not like a negative thing that I ever think about because I usually have really good skin. And Mm -hmm. today when I was getting ready, like it just made getting ready, like awful. (laughs) Like I was like, felt like really insecure and like just frustrated and annoyed and like, just kind of brought me back to when I really struggled with really deep bad hormonal acne and Mm -hmm. I felt so bad about myself to where I like would not leave the house yep I I still consistently struggle with acne so I feel like it's not but not like it was yeah no absolutely not not like it was but let me say because you're my best friend and they're gonna be like well why isn't acne Tyler's acne clear if he's your best friend Tyler won't do any of the diet shit. It's totally internal for him. Yeah. He has all the products that he needs, but homeboy will not yeah, and get I, with the holistic side. And I also don't like, I don't like to ask Savannah for treatments really. Like she works so much that like it's, I'm, I mean, every like month or two months or something, I'll be like, okay, like I really need a peel. Like if you have time, maybe I can swing by and you can fit me in. But it's just like, her schedule is booked out like three months in advance and I don't want to make her stay after work and stuff like that. So like my skin used to be so much better when I was on like a bi-weekly schedule. Yeah, when you're a client. yeah, exactly. But now it's like, so I, yeah, I don't keep up with the diet. I mean, I'm, I don't have a horrible diet. Like I don't drink dairy as it is. I don't like eat a lot of, I don't like take whey protein or like mm-hmm. a lot of the big triggers, but like I definitely don't peanut like peanut butter. I don't eat a lot of peanut butter. I mean, you it's don't like, not eat peanut butter. Yeah, it's true. But I think that I really think that I was missing the toner that I needed. I think it's really going to change the game. I'm like, excited. honestly, I forgot 
that I used to like use it religiously and Mm -hmm. like I think my skin needs it so we'll see but you look good today thank you um but no I I used to have the okay not the worst I can't say that because there's obviously much worse but I used to have really severe cystic acne like all over my face like have been on Accutane twice once 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 I I think I thought about doing it a second time and then I didn't end up I think I went to the appointment to get put on Accutane again and then they were like okay you have to go do a blood test and then I never scheduled a blood test and I never went back to the dermatologist so oh good but yeah, definitely went on Accutane once. Didn't finish the course treatment because I had college auditions for viola going on and it literally turned me into like a geriatric, maybe not the right word, but like crippled, crippled old person. man. Like yeah. it dried out every joint in my body and it was not conducive to me being able to play my instrument. But I mean, it's... Like sometimes, and that's the thing, like talking about like forgetting what it was like. Like I look back at pictures and I'm like, I like can't believe that. Like I I don't even remember my skin being that bad. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, that's the thing is like, that's why even now to this day, like I don't like like taking pictures. I don't like, like, I don't know. It's just like, I, it's, I feel like it's an insecurity that lives on even after yeah you get it clear yeah and so it's just like it affected so many things it really did it it was it's just like and also it's hard for men too because you can't cover it up yeah and I feel like so many I mean I don't know if it was just me or the school I went to but I swear to god 99% of kids in Flower Mound have gray skin was it like that at your high school? Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. Like, I swear everyone I went to high school with had really great skin. And mm-hmm. I, I felt like the only one who had, like, this, like, severe acne. And I was like, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, but I, I was born with it. I was born this way, baby. Yeah, no, exactly. But so that's why I, like, went to the dermatologist, got an Accutane. But I... I'm grateful for my skin now. It's still, I mean, it's, I, I get like two, three, four pimples. But they're not cystic anymore. No, they're not cystic. Not at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like, but my, my, I'm so pale and my skin like always. It pulls a lot of redness. Yeah. It's so red. So red. I mean, my skin is red anyways. And going back to the laser, I'm excited for this laser yeah. to get rid of that fucking redness. But my it yeah my skin if it has any inflammation in it it just like really exacerbates that redness so mm-hmm. it's and then it's like hard now especially when i get a breakout or something like that cuz i'm like well i'm like taking pictures with savannah or like she wants me to come in for a treatment and so she can record it and i'm like well i have like fucking so many big pimples and it's like such an insecurity i'm like i don't want to be on video i don't like it's just embarrassing and it's something that I never want you to be on to camera accept. if you feel insecure. You have to tell me these things. Yeah, I know. You but it's just like, yourself. I know, but it's like, it's your job, you know? And like you, I feel like, I don't know. You're right. I should. But 
I mean, it's never a, it's want you only, to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's only like it, it it's not obviously every time. Like most of the time, my skin's yeah behaving, but there have been like a few times where I'm like, my skin really is not looking hot right now. But yeah, I I it's it's just crazy because I think that because my skin was really like that from freshman year until like senior year. Like I think like midway through my senior year is when I started taking Accutane and it did clear my skin. I will give it that. It cleared my skin. But all the side effects were awful. Huh? Yeah, exactly. And then I didn't finish the treatment course. So it like came back, but um, having it all of high school and like being so insecure throughout all of high school, because I also did weigh like 90 more pounds than I do right now. And just like the mixture of that, because everyone in Flyermont had great skin and was like super skinny Mm -hmm. and like fit like it was just like and so because of that like when you're talking about like forgetting it like I feel like I don't remember like 90% of my high school experience like I don't know that's how I am I blacked well I mine because a lot of bullying and depression and I just like but it's like I don't I I I can't I can't even like picture most of high school and it was just I don't know and and the crazy part is is like Looking back on it, I also realized that, like, it doesn't define you. Like, I had so many friends. I had so much, like, I had, I had, I was hanging out with friends every day. I had, like, it's like people didn't not want to talk to me because I had acne, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, I, it's not like it affects me now. Like, I, I have friends who still have, like, not severe adult acne or anything like that, but, like, it's like you don't even see it when you know someone and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I think that's, it's really hard to realize when it's you and obviously you want to get it clear and you want your skin to be healthy. But I, I've learned that it's not like the end of the world and you have to accept, especially like, cause for you it was hormonal and it was stuff like that. And like, obviously you weren't using the right products at the time and Mm -hmm. you were stripping your skin and stuff like that. But like, Oh yeah. Which we'll get into my story after ties. It was bad. But like as someone who's very acne prone, it's like something that I've had to accept and know that like, yeah, I'm going to occasionally break out. Like, I can't. And that's normal. And we all know acne is controlled. It's not cured. Yeah, exactly. It's it's genetic. You know what? One day they're going to cure it. No, like, they'll kill, cure, cure, can't talk. <laughs> like, they'll cure cancer. Hey, you know what? I'm I think not... they might cure cancer before they cure acne. Well, I, I'll support that. Right? <laughs> I think that's better. That than, is better. Yeah, I'll, I'll get on board with supporting that. But, um... For now, yeah, it's something that I've had to accept and it's still really difficult. Anytime I get a breakout, it's like I I don't want to go out. And I've told that to Savannah. Like I think it was what like a month ago, some for some reason, like my skin like freaked out and mm-hmm. I had like a date. Yeah, I had a date and I had so much like I had probably like the most pimples I've had on in my face in like four years. And yeah. it I was like, I don't want to go out. Like I don't want to go do stuff in Dallas I don't want to like I'll come over and like watch a movie but like I don't want to do anything like it's just I I don't know it's like it affects you it's so it's so hard when you don't feel your best self you can't be happy you don't treat others the same like I and that's kind of what I wanted to get into was it wasn't even only like my own depression but I put it on other people like I was mean to Lance like we were dating when I went through my acne spill and I just was like isolated myself I stopped hanging out with friends like I bailed on plans like I or if I went on plans like the whole time I was in a bad mood because like my mind was focused on how 
ugly I was and yep. how bad my skin looked and like I how I just you know I couldn't enjoy anything because mm-hmm. I was so hyper fixated on my skin yep. and like that was literally didn't matter if there was like a fucking unicorn like galloping in front of me like the only thing I was thinking about was my skin absolutely and I was so depressed and it was so hard and I tell this story about my husband and I um when we were first dating it was our first year anniversary we were supposed to go to Chick-fil-a no sorry Cheesecake Factory. We're so, we ended up getting Chick-fil-A. We were supposed to go to Cheesecake Factory. And I remember I was having a really bad skin day. And I was sitting down at my vanity and, you know, got my close-up mirror to start my makeup. And I started, like, picking my skin. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, my phone was on silent. I hear, like, honk. I don't want anyone to be like, why was he honking at you? Like, that's so disrespectful. But, like, my phone was on silent. And, like, he had, like, apparently, like, been there for a hot minute, like, waiting to pick me up. And so he honks outside. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? I flipped my phone over. I'm like, what time is it? It's like 30 minutes past when we were supposed to leave. He's like, 15 texts. Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? And I like look in the mirror and like, your face is. I wasn't even ready. <laughs> like, yeah. I like completely like dissociated and like lost track of time and like just was picking. Like, it felt like it had been five minutes, but like when I looked at the time, I'd been doing it for like 45 minutes, almost an hour. Yeah. And I was a big picker. Like, that was my big thing. Like, I picked the shit out of my skin. Like, it took me... I was even an esthetician when I still was picking. Like, it took me me a while for me to stop. I'm so surprised I don't have, like, textured scarring because... I did, and I still do. When people look really close, I have, like, little picks and scars, like, on my cheeks. Do I? I don't think so. Mm, A little bit on your right side. Yeah. But it's not bad. I used to be, like, a horrible picker. And I had, like, cystic acne, too. Like, I would, like... It would like, okay, graphic, but it would like splatter the mirror when I would pop that shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like you get your, you you know what I mean? Yeah. You get that shit in your eye when you're popping people's pimples. All the time. I have one really bad in my hairline right now from this new hair oil I'm using. So I'm just going to be bald. It's fine. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I have to pick, do I want hair acne or do I want to have hair? But you, so. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Then Lance was like. You know, where are you? Blah blah blah. I text him and I was like, I can't go. Like, just go home. Like, it's okay. And he's like, No, I'm gonna come inside. Like, what's going on? I start like crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, He's like, You're not ready. Like, what's going on? And I was like, My skin's awful. Like, I feel so bad about it. Like, I just like I can't go. And like, mm-hmm. please, like, no. And he's like, Okay, well, I'm gonna go pick up Chick Fil A. And like, we're gonna watch a movie. And like, we're just gonna cuddle. And like, it's gonna be fine. And you know, I like hated my skin so much that like I would wear a face mask all the time. Like, yeah. not like a COVID mask, but like literal like skin face mask and like i used to wear that like the entire time lance and i would hang out because i didn't want him to see my like a sheet mask no like just like oh like a mud mask yeah like like a mud mask clay mask or like i mean i used to use the tatcha one all the time the purple one like i or a lush face mask like i would put on a face mask and wear it like the entire time we hung out because i didn't want him to see my skin like i felt so insecure and so i like wanted to hide it and I mean, I ruined our first year anniversary because I was like so insecure about my face and like picking again, like was such a big thing. Like my skin already like was bad, but like picking just made it worse and just exasperated mm-hmm. the problem and spread bacteria and like caused more issues than were there. Yep. And I mean, it was just really difficult for me to stop picking. And like my best advice, like what helped me stop picking was being busy honestly being so tired that I didn't have the time like if I had free time I'd come home like I would get excited like to leave school and come home and wash my face and get in my close-up mirror like I was addicted to it like it was so much fun for me like and I would like all of my thoughts in my head would just stop like I would just be so hyper fixated on picking my face that like 
everything around me just stopped. Like the world literally stopped. And I used to have a picking issue when it came to my hair. Like this is so embarrassing, but I had like bald spots in middle school because I'd like pick my split ends like all the time. Like I'd sit and just like pick my split ends and I literally would get up from my chair and like underneath my desk would just be like a pile of my hair. Yeah. Like on the ground. It's it's not the worst thing. I know, but like probably shouldn't do it. Some people I've like but I knew I mean, this girl in high school everything. who like picked her eyelashes. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's such a mental health thing. I mean, it's so sad. I mean, I did it with my cuticles when I was an esthetician. When I stopped picking my face, it switched to me picking my cuticles and like to the point where I would literally make them raw. You did that for a long time. You remember you still, this? Yeah, well, you still did it like whenever Adriel and I were there working really? for you. Yeah, you don't. I, I don't remember like, any of that. Yeah, so. you'd still be like, you just like mess with your nails for like so long. Yeah, I'd no, like, I'd like knock peel it off. the skin yeah. like, off my fingers off where it finger. was like yeah. raw. Like I literally just peel all the finger skin I had and like mm-hmm. literally just peel all my cuticles where they're like burning and bleeding. And like all my, I know this is so graphic, but like. I literally have always had such high anxiety and like I mm-hmm. hyperfixate on something. So, you know, at a young age, it started with my hair and then it went to my skin and then it went to my cuticles. And like, I don't know, I just stopped self-destruction. You know, yep. it's a thing. Dermatillomania is like the professional term for it. And that's when you, you know, acne picking and all that oh, fun stuff. I did not but, know that. But yeah, I... I think it's, I mean, it definitely takes time to, I don't think, I don't know if I had the maturity when I was younger to like. Or self-control. Yeah, exactly. To, I mean, one, accept it and, you know, not hate myself for it because like, again, so many, it seems like when you're that acne prone, all the people that surround you have like perfect skin or even if they do have pimples, like it may not be. Like, you're like, oh, I would die to just only have, like, mm-hmm. two pimples. like. But it affects everyone different, too, you yeah, know? Exactly. And even, like, for them, that, like, Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, when I started struggling with my acne, it really, so I always had struggled with depression and anxiety from a really young age. And I've talked about this a lot on podcasts about my mental health and just everything I went through. And so like getting acne like kind of just snowballed that and made it like 10 times worse and I always say this but there's something we all have about ourselves that we like love you know like whether it's like your nose or your hair or like maybe you like have a really high metabolism and you're just like can eat whatever you want and like you're super skinny maybe it's your body maybe it's your eyes or your eye you have super freaking long eyelashes or like some really good brows like I know it doesn't matter how insecure you are. There has to be one thing that you love about yourself. And for me, it was my skin. Like I had the best skin Mm -hmm. and I loved my skin and you take it for granted. Right. And so when I lost my skin, I mean, I always struggled with my hair. I always struggled with my weight. I always struggled with like a lot of things. And my skin was my one thing. So when I lost that, I like spiraled and like I didn't have one thing I loved about myself anymore. You know, like that was gone. Like the one thing, my saving grace when I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of fat. Well, at least I don't have acne. Oh, you know, I have bald spots in my hair. Well, at least I don't have acne. Like at least I have good skin. Like that's one thing I have going for me. And so when I lost that, I lost so much of myself. And I just started to like completely spiral. I stopped going to classes. Um, I stopped hanging out with people. I stopped having friends. Like, And I would, the reason I started picking was because I knew with makeup as a woman, like 
I knew it would scar my face, but I was like, at least I can cover it with makeup and it won't be like bumpy. Like, you know, and so that was my thought process. Like if I have like a bump, like people are going to see it. But if I like just pick it, like put, pick it off my face, like it'll just like I can cover it with makeup, you know, there's still a bump after you pick anyways. The inflammation doesn't go away when you pop it. Yeah. So (laughs) counterintuitive for sure. But that was like my thought process. And I was like 16. No, it was 19 when this happened. That's right. It was 19, 20, 21, all through my like early 20s um but yeah so it was really difficult for me and that's actually why I became an esthetician was because I was in nursing school when all of this happened and you know dating my husband and you know I always wanted to help people I loved chemistry I've always loved science like it's always been like my number one thing that I was interested in other than history I love history and when I was in nursing school like first of all it fucking sucks I was so depressed like I hate taking prerequisite classes. Like, it's the worst. I accidentally, like, got into a music appreciation class that was, like, so hard. Like, I thought it was supposed to be, like, a blow-off, easy credit class. No, bro. Homeboy (laughs) had it. Like, I know. Everyone in there had an instrument. Like, literally everyone, like, was, like, in the music program at TWU. Like, everybody. I was, like, the only person that was, like, oh, I thought this was, like, a blow-off class. So, like, no. Like, this is, like, really hard. So hard. I had to, like, analyze sounds of, like, drums like in bongs and stuff yeah music classes aren't the easiest it was so fucking it was a hard i'm telling you it was harder than my chemistry class (laughs) i i yeah i can get that it was the hardest But you're also not a musical person no it was literally the fucking (laughs) hardest class i literally like was so depressed i was like why the fuck am i in this class like i thought this was supposed to be like an easy class and it was not and the professor was fucking batshit crazy but anyway um I then, you know, started to do everything. I mean, I would, I was off my parents, but you're tired. Damn. I know, I'm like, I can't stop. I'm sorry. It's okay. Am I boring you? No, you're not. I promise. It was just a late night, early morning. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm I, so sorry. It's okay. You just yawned like eight times in the last two minutes. I can't stop. It's like I have the hiccups right now, but with yawning. It's okay. I forgive you. It's, I think it's because I don't have water. I wonder if he water. has water. Does he have water? Yeah, just I'll tell my story. You go find some water. Okay. Um, or go take a nap. No. See you on the flip side. But when I was struggling with my acne, I would literally Google like top acne products and then I'd go to Walmart and I'd go buy it. And then I'd go to the next one. Like I literally like the top Google search list. Like that's what I would do. And I was off my parents' payroll. Like my parents didn't pay for anything. So I was like a broke waitress and skin stuff as y'all know so expensive and it sucks to buy something and then like it doesn't work and at this time Instagram like nobody was posting like super educational stuff on Instagram or you know giving out free info and so that's why with my platform I really value putting out information because no one really did that and like I hoped that there was somebody that I could you know have listen to like a professional and not just like these weird youtuber influencers and like random articles from like harper's bazaar and like just you know shit on the internet like i wish that there was an educational resource but there wasn't and when i first started doing educational charts a lot of estheticians were mad at me and they're like no like clients are gonna come to us now like why this is our like information you're giving it out for free like you know and you're stealing clients for like giving this information out like people aren't going to come to us because like they should come to us for this information like in their appointment you're just like fucking like throwing it out for everyone to see on the internet and I was like well I also get that like 
I don't care. Like I wish I always want to be the person that I wish I had when I was struggling at that time and putting out information like that. And so um, I actually, a girl I went to high school with was an esthetician. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go see her, see what happens. And she wasn't an acne specialist. She wasn't bad, but she just didn't know anything about acne. She's an esthetician, you yeah. know, that worked at a med spa. Like she had no acne education. And so I, you know, she told me like I needed to do like hydrofacials and it'd clear my skin. She told me to like do skin pen over active acne and like it would clear my face. And like now that I'm an esthetician, I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? What are you doing? Like, (laughs) what? What is that? You don't like over active acne. That's like the worst thing you could do. But again, like I didn't know any better. So I was like, whatever. And my skin just got worse seeing her. And but I am thankful for her because she opened the door for me to see that medical estheticians were a thing. Like she was doing lasers and microneedling and like chemical peels and hydrofacials. And like, I didn't know that like world existed. Like when I thought of an esthetician, like I quite literally thought that they were like doing like cucumber, putting cucumbers on your eyes and giving you like a neck massage at like a foo-foo spa. Like, I mean, you don't know until you know, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but Mm -hmm. that's just all I thought you could do. Like, I thought that was like it. Like Like, you didn't think it was going to help. Like with well, I just didn't acting. think that you were able to do like lasers and like chemical peels. Like I always thought the people that did that, like in my head, were like dermatologists or nurses. Yeah. Like I didn't know that like you could go to school for seven months and like operate a laser, you know? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Which is actually in Texas, like two weeks and you can operate a laser, which is so scary. Yeah. Um, But I just didn't know that was like an even like a job, like mm-hmm. an option. Like I know medical esthetician existed. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. I like this. I mm-hmm. can do all this. this. is cool. This is like still medical and I can help people. And I wanted to figure out my own skin, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. So when I enrolled in esthetician school, you know, I still struggled. It took me until I became an acne specialist with face reality to really understand acne and understand my own skin and balance it. And Skin Better honestly saved my skin. Like yeah. Skin Better saved my skin. And just knowing my triggers and how to balance my skin and not strip it. Like, you know, when I was going through it, I just thought if I just stripped the ever loving shit out of my skin, like all my acne would acne would die, you know, kind of almost like chemo for cancer, like Mm -hmm. just kill everything. Right. Just die everything off and it'll eventually kill the acne. Like that's the way I felt. And obviously like when you strip your skin like all you're gonna do is produce more irritation and more acne and when you strip the skin the body's gonna overcompensate and overproduce oils like it's just there's so many things that I've learned and so now when I do get pimples here and there like I still get a little sad and I'm glad I get them because it's able for me to show my platform and show like I'm human like I still have pimples like I don't know why everyone thinks I have perfect skin like I still have scars I still have pores like Obviously, you're not going to see it from, like, the camera. Like, you have to get, like, really up close on me. But I still have insecurities about my skin. And, you know, nobody's perfect. And you have to love yourself at the end of the day. And you can't let acne get in the way. A temporary problem get in the way of, you know, you living your life. But then if it does, like, I also understand it because I did the same thing. And, like, even today I feel bad about my face and, like, don't feel as happy as I should because I'm breaking out, you know? And that's okay. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I don't think so. I think just like I obviously would recommend seeing me. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Savannah, only Savannah. But no, I mean, I think it's great that now there are so many resources out there. And like you were talking about earlier, like where people are saying like you shouldn't be 
sharing your knowledge online. Mm-hmm. I think that's bullshit. I think like there's like the people who can afford to see an esthetician regularly is way smaller than the amount of people that struggle with mm-hmm. skin conditions and I think that like you're doing a really great thing by sharing your knowledge with a lot of people because it's I mean it's not cheap to go see an esthetician by any means I mean there are different price points of different estheticians but I think that it should be allowed to like you shouldn't gatekeep knowledge on how to take care of your skin like that's kind of fucked up I agree to be quite honest but I mean if you have acne and it makes like you antisocial it makes you not want to go out or it makes you insecure like I think that's totally valid and like I said earlier the thing is is that the people who love you in your life don't even see it and like that's something that I have to remind myself because like like if I'm breaking out I'm like Savannah I'm like I can't do it and she's like it's like I don't even notice it or like oh yeah I notice it now that you pointed it out or like mm-hmm. stuff like that that's exactly what I told her today too like I, I she I came over this morning um I haven't seen her since Monday which is so a sad. really long time for us to go without seeing each other like no, a whole Cyrus six days doesn't even know who you are anymore that's bullshit but she's like I'm breaking out like like right here and right here and I'm like I really wouldn't have noticed it and I think it's just I think it's something that um it's it's difficult when you're going through it, but yeah, you there's always a lot at the end of the tunnel, yeah, and just know that there's help out there, and yeah, I would I definitely always recommend seeing an esthetician, especially if you do have like skin concerns, and I think that if it's something that actually affects your mental health, it's definitely something worth investing in because like. There's no price to your happiness. I really believe in that. And I believe that, like, what you invest in yourself, you'll get out. You know what I mean? I agree. So, but love yourself regardless. Everyone struggles with insecurities. I mean, if it's not someone's skin, it's something else. Yeah. Like, no one, and God, if you're out there and you feel completely perfect, like, power to you because, damn, I wish. You know what I mean? But, yeah. I think this is good. I agree. Yeah, it's a good thing to open up and talk about because I think it is, you know, a lot of people think skin is a vanity thing and it's not. I think it really does affect, you know, our relationships. I think it really affects our work life. Mm -hmm. I think it affects every aspect of our life. You know, when you don't feel good about yourself, you're not going to be as happy. You're not going to be as cheerful at work. You're not going to be as nice to your partner. I know I, you know, when I didn't feel beautiful in my skin and stuff, like I was not as wanting to be around my husband, you know, yeah. around Lance. Like I felt very insecure and I felt very like isolated and I suffered alone. And you I mean, I didn't want to go out and meet friends. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I really isolated myself. So 100%, it really does piss me off when people say, and it doesn't even have to be acne. It could be hyperpigmentation. It can be scars. It can be whatever it is about your face that you don't like, like 100% can affect you and affect your life. So yeah, I just think people need to be more conscious of what they say and stop being like, oh, you're being so vain. Like who cares? Like it's just acne. It's just pigment. Like, you know, whatever. Like, no, it's really is. The face is the first thing everyone sees. It's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. And you know, it does affect our, our lives. Yeah. 100%. 
I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we love you so much. Yeah. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.